0: Welcome to the Sons of Technology Clubhouse. Ditch your fear at the door, take a risk, and enjoy the ride. With your hosts, Joe Marquez and Kyle Anderson.
1: Welcome to the Sons of Technology Podcast. We're super excited for you to be joining us today because we are recording live at Tech Rodeo.
0: Yes, here we are. We're at Arosi High School in Arosi, California at the Tech Rodeo. Uh, My name is Kyle Anderson, again from Reno, Nevada. I'm a special education teacher in Carson City.
1: And I'm Joe Marquez. Uh, I'm a teacher. By trade. And right now I'm actually an educational strategist, which means I get to go around to different classrooms and different districts uh, up and down the coast of the United States and just see what other classes and other districts are doing um, and, and to, to, to collaborate with them on different ways to approach education in the classroom.
0: Right. And here we are. We're here today at Tech Rodeo and we are actually presenting in a session right now on building your brand and we are recording a live episode as part of our session and we have i'm looking around right now we have about 15 educators that are ecstatic to be here excited to be here giving up their saturday let's
1: hear it everybody everybody absolutely
0: (laughs) giving up their saturday to become a better educator and to do that number one thing that we're all in in it for and that's to become better teachers to help our students.
1: And, 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 and for those of you listening right now, I want you to imagine that, that the room that we are in, we are in a, in a, on a round table. And, and Kyle, what that means is there is nobody at the head of this table because we're all educators. Absolutely. We all have an opinion. We all have a voice. We all have ideas about how education should work within the classroom. And so every single person in this room is on an equal playing field. And so you're going to be hearing uh, uh, members of our of our group right now asking questions and, and 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 adding to the conversation. And so we may be reiterating what we what they say just so that we can hear it um, on the podcast. But we do want you to understand that everybody here is a teacher, so everybody here has a voice. So
0: you're going to hear some ideas come out. You're going to hear some questions come out, and that old saying that goes that the smartest person in the room is the room itself. That's exactly what we've got going on right now. So to give you a little bit of background on the session that we're doing on building your brand, we talked a little bit before we went on the air about how there's those famous educators out there, the the Matt Millers, the Alice Keelers, the Casey Bells that you know who they are and they've made a name for themselves and they've made a brand for themselves. But it, it's not just those people that have 150,000 Twitter followers and blogs that are downloaded by 50,000 people every day that they're released. Everybody in this room can build a brand and do the exact same thing. And it's not about how many people you get it out to, it's about just getting your voice out there, building that brand, making the name for yourself, and then helping out your fellow educators.
1: And you know, I, I wanna let you know that I, I personally know Casey and Matt. We, we were both in the, uh, the Innovator Academy together in Austin, Texas in, in 2014. And, and I know Alice Keeler pretty well. And each of those educators will tell you, they are a teacher. Right? They're, they're not some famous person out there. They're just somebody who have a passion for education, a passion for students, and they were looking for a medium to share that out with as many people who are willing to listen as possible. And, you know, when I was talking to Matt before and, and you know, he, he started off as a Spanish teacher right in his Indiana classroom. And, and he didn't think he, he was doing anything important when he was starting Ditch That Textbook. What he saw was the need for change, but he didn't think his ideas were going to stoke change. And, but just by having the, uh, the courage to, to speak out, to share what they've done, he has reached thousands of educators across the United States. And, and every single one of us in this room and every single one of you educators listening has that in you. You have ideas and you are doing amazing things in your class that can change the world you just have to be willing to share them and step out of your comfort zone and get out of the idea where you say i don't think what i'm doing is really innovative or i don't think what i'm doing is really different than what other people doing you would be surprised at how many people say that and they are doing game-changing things but they just don't think that they are and so giving yourself a voice or brand to speak out with that is incredibly important and really
0: like you said all of us have that ability to do so and I did that myself about three years ago. I started a blog about three years ago in December of 2015. I'm actually approaching my 100th post here very, very soon. So I don't have anything crazy planned for but it is kind of a cool milestone. But really all it was in the beginning was, and I'll tell you, I actually changed the name of that blog from right now it's Anderson EdTech. In the beginning, I called it Tall Tales of Anderson. It was just a way for me to get out some th- stuff I was doing with my classes, some of the expertise I have on different things. And then I throw a little bit of my personal life in there too, different things that affect me as a professional. And I started that out. And if I, I go back right now, I look in my initial posts, I was getting like, you know, 15, 20, maybe 30 readers on it, whatever. Uh, but now whenever I post something, I'm surprised when I don't get at least 300 on them. And again, it's not about the numbers that I'm getting out there. It's about just getting the voice out there. So, is there anybody in the room right now that writes a blog? We
1: have so, one hand up.
0: We have a hand up. So, what's your name? My name
1: is at REM Science, also known as Rebecca. I, I love, I, I just want to stop. I love how we start with our Twitter handles when we talk. Who are you? I, I love that, right? Because our names in person when we talk face-to-face means one thing, and then who we are online can mean something else.
0: Right, and if you didn't hear that, it's at REM Science, and then that was Rebecca that um, is... Uh, creating a blog, and uh, what's your blog website? Well, I'm so glad you asked. It's eduawesomeadventure.com. Eduawesomeadventure.com. So, uh, Rebecca's a science teacher in um the North Central area of California. So, and uh, she's just a downright good human being too.
1: Yeah, that I. I you know, last year they're at Tech roadie and she and her son were in my my session, and and her her son was phenomenal. He's here right now. And he's here right he's now. He's here so. right now. Look, he's back again.
0: He is. Connor, say something. Yeah, and all right.
1: Future awesome educator, right? Actually, you know, once again, it doesn't matter what your age or who you are, right? As long as you have something to tell somebody, you can be an educator, right? So that's phenomenal. Connor is amazing. Don't don't let me forget to give you some stickers and some shirts and stuff later on, okay? Um, yes, indeed. And so, you know, I also want you to understand that, that, that your initial brand, like you said, your initial title may not catch on or may not fit the mold as you go on. Um, when I first started out eight years ago posting, um, I had a blog called... Uh, uh, easy tools for easy teachers. Uh, and that, doesn't, that doesn't that doesn't roll work. nearly
0: as much as sons of technology. It, no, it, no, it doesn't.
1: It doesn't, <laughs> and, and it didn't really work because as I started going on, you know, it's it, I, I, I put easy tools. It's it's like it's like you're 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 going to be doing you, your life is going to be easier if you use this tool, and that's not the case because as we all know, when you try something new, you do have that kind of. Kind of uh, hump to get over, It maybe this 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 learning growing pains that you have, and so it was kind of off putting a little bit. And, and plus, when I started telling my kids, it's not about the tool, right? It's about the teacher. And I would tell kids in my classroom that I'm the biggest tool you're ever going to meet, right? <laughs> and 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 so I had to change that. And um, it, it was actually at the Google Innovator Academy um, that I gave a speech, uh, and um, I was wearing one of my shirts, Sons of Technology, and that's amazing. Is that your blog? I go no, it's just a shirt that I made. That, that would be a phenomenal blog. And so I changed everything over to that. And, and, and it, it just so happened. I just thought it was funny, right? A kind of a play on words. And I was a tech guy. And they're like, no, that reaches people because it gets that hook. And, and, and your brand needs to have that hook. And, and, you know, sometimes the hook can be a little bit provocative, right? Because Kyle, you have another blog, uh, another podcast that you do, right?
0: I do. I have another podcast with my friend Ben Dixon called The Beer Edu Podcast. So
1: are you cheating on him with me or am I cheating on him with you?
0: Um, I think this is an open relationship. Okay, just make so it sure we are we're we're good. So, but uh, Ben and I started this podcast as not as a way to like promote teachers drinking beer by any means, but um, we're both people that were passionate about education that just happen to like beer as well. And the whole idea behind that podcast was to kind of emulate the conversations that you have with your coworkers after a long week on a Friday. You go to the bar with a handful of your coworkers and you always swear when you go in. I'm not going to talk about work when I go there today. We're just going to relax. And then what happens, you always turn to start talking about work. And some of your most productive conversations and best ideas come out of those conversations you're having while you're drinking beers. So Ben and I wanted to kind of emulate that whole idea and present a podcast in a format that was a little bit more unconventional than just a couple of people you know, talking about stuff whatever. Not that there's anything wrong with that. We just That was our hook, though. That was the way to build our brand, was to kind of come up with a creative way to get our idea out there. And, you know, a lot of people right away will say like, well, I can't do that because you're mixing beer with education, you can't do that. But again, if you listen to our podcast, the format is in the beginning, we riff for a couple minutes and we talk a little bit about the beers that we're having, but then we go into, for the rest of the episode, for the most part, we go into an educational topic.
1: And now, now just, just to play that devil's advocate role, you know, when people do hear, uh, you know, beer EDU, and they see the beer at the front, uh, that could feel a little bit off-putting. Absolutely, right? I get and, that. And, and you, you could have teachers who say, you know, beer has no place in education. I don't care if it's a riff or a, a way to get people in. And I just want to, you know, pull the audience really quick. Did anybody hear about beer EDU before you, you came to our session today? Sure. You know, one, two. And so when you do hear that Kyle has a beer EDU uh, podcast, did, does did anybody think in their mind, uh-oh, that doesn't belong? Anybody at all? No, so, that, so that's good. That's good because, you know, people are like, oh, wait, that's, that's interesting. And then they got to hear you explain what it was about. And they're like, huh, maybe they're gonna actually go and listen to it now. Possibly, yeah. I hope so. No, that's good. And found, so, found wherever you find your podcast. Uh, yeah, so so you, I, I do want you to be aware that that when you do come up with a brand that you like, that fits your model, that fits your voice, um, sometimes you are gonna have pushback. And, and you know, with Sons of Technology, I did have pushback uh, quite a bit on Twitter. And it was it was people saying, why does that be sons of technology? Why can't there be a daughters of technology? Why can't girls or 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 females be a part of this? And I had to really reiterate, it's 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 not it's not about male or female sons. And I'm putting up air quotes. Sons is about anybody born into education, like like they were they were they were, they realize education needs to change, and they see that utilizing some technology in the classroom will help that happen. And so sons doesn't mean male. Sons means educators, anybody who sees that difference. And I know it could be a little bit um, uh, 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 weird if you don't understand that. And in fact, I was thinking about changing the name from Sons of Technology to EDUs of Innovation, right? Because it it would sound a little bit more encompassing. And I I was specifically told, don't change it. It was because of the moniker Sons of Technology that I started listening, I started reading. So that brings people in. Yeah. Yes, we have an audience question.
0: Hi. Uh, what would you think of uh, maybe if you had enough female audience, having a branch off of Sons and having a Daughters of Technology to maybe bring in a more female audience who would maybe maybe click the daughter versus the son just for a different lookout because. More ideas and thoughts from a different branch wouldn't be a bad idea necessarily.
1: No, absolutely. And, and I did actually think about that. I actually have a design called Daughters of Technology. But one of my thinking was then it, it kind of creates two separate arenas. Like you're part of daughters, you're part of sons. It may be an overarching, you're part of the same thing, but it's separating them. And I want to make sure everybody's equal under the same branch. And, you know, I wouldn't mind a hashtag Daughters of Technology, but I want to make sure it, it's, it's gender it's gender neutral. Right. It, 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 it doesn't really create a branch. And so I did actually go down that road and I've, I molded over quite a bit, especially after that kind of uh, first Twitter shout that I, got, I was given. Like I, I was like berated. By, by using sons of technology. How dare you uh, allow this? And, and I was like, oh, I don't want to harm. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Um, and I was seriously thinking about changing it to EDUs of innovation for that specific purpose. And I was specifically told, no, don't change it. I'm not going to say by who, but it's uh, by some people that we, we, we know quite a bit. And they said, no, keep it sons of technology, but make sure you explain what it's about.
0: And I had a similar experience. I mean, not to the point where I was berated or anything, but same with like you know what I love your idea beer edu podcast but I don't drink beer I hate beer like like how do I get involved now we we don't discriminate about what you drink if you don't drink at all you are welcome to come onto our podcast and chat with us if you're drinking water my last guest doesn't drink he drank root beer and, and that actually played in very well because we do a small segment on the podcast called Learn About Beer where we actually teach you some of those finer points about beer, like what ABV is and like the different styles of beer. We actually had our segment about root beer on that episode uh, because it is a brewed beverage, much like a regular beer is. So, and we got another question coming from the crowd. I just, it's just a statement. When, when you first said about beer EDU, I thought it was about educating about beer, about learning about how to brew beer, stuff like that. I didn't I didn't tag it with education classroom whatever. right and um, for those if you couldn't hear that he um, our our guest uh member in the audience here said when he first heard beer edu he thought oh it's going to be about like teaching how to brew beer in different styles and whatever he didn't make that connection with you know education and beer but I can I ask you this though are you now hooked to maybe potentially listen to f- figure out what and I'll he listen. says he's absolutely going to listen now thank you I got another listener now so all right so oh,
1: I mentioned that's why there we yeah. go so all so, right so that and, that's that's phenomenal Right, and, and I I do wanna, you know, since we're talking about brands, um, I I just wanna throw this out there. Why? Why why have a brand? Why 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 even attempt to do a podcast? There's lots of podcasts out there, there's lots of blogs out there, you know. So so why are we even doing a session or why are we even talking about it in an episode of, of brands, right? Are are people, people may out there maybe wanna learn about how they can use stuff in their classroom and so an episode on brands may not fit their mold. So so Rebecca, yes, I have something. Yes.
0: know where to find me and my fellow educators know where to find me with that
1: that hashtag. And so it kind of, that branding kind of all comes together. I love, I, I love, I love Rebecca's uh, example right there because, uh, and Rebecca says she has a hashtag she uses with her students so that, that the students can can search and and, and participate uh, in in classroom activities. and And the idea is that students are already doing that they're already gravitating towards brands outside the classroom they're already using hashtags and they're already doing instagram and they're already doing snapchat they're already communicating in branding right and so to get them to understand that branding isn't just for entertainment purposes it could be for educational purposes and if educators can understand that this is the way they communicate outside of the classroom um why can't we use it inside the classroom, And I always say, you know, social media and technology has changed the entire world around us. Um, hashtags and social media, they have toppled governments. They've started revolutions. They've done many things across this world. So why can't it change our classroom? Why do the kids enter our classroom and go, oh, all that's out the window because we're in class? Why can't they come in and go, ah, it's status quo. We're already doing stuff outside the classroom. We're going to continue doing it inside the classroom. And so I actually used hashtag Marquez Science um, a long time ago, uh, starting in 2014. And I actually utilized it uh, during our labs uh, when we are doing science. So kids would go around the room, and at every lab station, they would have a a kind of social media chair as part of their their lab crew. They would take a picture, they would write what they were doing at that lab location and they would put hashtag Marquez Science. They were allowed to have their phones out while I was speaking to them. And anytime they had an aha moment, they would say what I said, how it affected them, hashtag Marquez Science.
0: And I had a similar thing as a US history teacher a few years ago where it actually wasn't something that I created, it was something my kids created and it actually started as a joke and then turned into something um, until it, It got kind of crossed up with um, Anderson Silva, the UFC fighter. Um, we um, We had the kids came up with the hashtag, Anderson knows it. And it turns out that Anderson knows it was something Anderson Silva used too. So it kind of got muddled up a little bit. But they always said that I was full of the most useless information ever. You know how teenagers are. Because I just knew all these random things about... Different historical things and like, you know, this guy said this at this battle and different things. And they would just, they would take snippets of things I said in class, how it affected them, like you said. And then they hashtagged it, Anderson knows it. And it was just, in the beginning, it was just a joke. It was really funny. And then it really kind of turned into something to where it got to the point, I actually did Twitter chats with my class. I think we ended up morphing it into a different hashtag, uh, but I can't remember what that hashtag is off the top of my head now. But we had a lot of fun with that back in the day. And one of the things, like when people ask me about branding too, is it works in the commercial world to hook us in. Why can't we do it in the classroom? Because right now, we're gonna do a little uh, role playing or you know call and response kind of deal thing now. So I'm gonna say something. Crowd, could you respond back? Sure, sure. All right, so if I go, ba na ba ba I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So we have McDonald's. You know what? I gotta I need new car insurance. I want to save 15% in 15 minutes. I'm gonna call. Geico. I'm gonna call Geico. So we know those things. Oh, can you hear me now? Good! <laughs> we know those things from commercials and they get stuck in your head. I will say, side note, the the throwback commercials for Geico right now that they're trying to do, hilarious. Yeah. I remember those from back in the day, and they're hilarious and get still. So, but if we can sit okay. there and get some from some mindless commercial to convince us to buy insurance to go to a specific restaurant to drink a specific carbonated beverage coke pepsi whatever it may be why can't we take that branding and get our name out get what our kids are doing our classrooms name out there so and it's the same thing with not only but slogans and jingles but also logos if you see that famous swoosh you know right away you're looking at nike you also, if you see the three stripes, you know you're looking at Adidas. When I meet people for the first time in person at various tech events or educational conferences now, they don't recognize my face. What they recognize is my brand. Okay, you're not going to be able to see this clearly because it's a podcast, but I have a logo with a blue background and a Bitmoji me giving thumbs up that says Anderson EdTech. So I've come to the point now that on my name badges, when I go to a conference, i put that sticker on there because now people will be like what was your name oh, i'm kyle like oh do i follow you on twitter i flip it over and show them that sticker oh yeah now i know you yeah and it's the same thing with joe the first time i met joe okay i didn't necessarily know him by face i knew him by the sons of technology logo and now i have the distinct honor of being his partner in crime yeah in I, this in this um deal here well
1: and, and that's that's a direct relationship to how branding can create relationships right because by by knowing who i was online and and knowing what the sons of technology stood for stoked the conversation that we had which led up to the culmination of hey let's start doing a podcast to spread this out and and we really want people to understand that that branding itself can be done by the educator right to kind of change the way things are done in the classroom but it can also really change the experience of students in the classroom Right, having them actually come up with a podcast to discuss with another student what they're learning in class, a a weekly or or bi-monthly podcast where the kids can actually talk about, I liked when Mr. Marquez did this, or I learned this because of this. Being able to create a podcast to show knowledge is incredibly important because as educators, it's becoming more and more clear that teachers need to really stoke learning outcomes, but allowing the students to to present those learning outcomes in a a medium or mode that best fits the students, whether it's a video, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a a news cycle, anything that that can get the students to really empower themselves uh, to take part in the knowledge, not just having the teacher say, you're gonna be doing this in a two-page report. It's here's the learning outcomes that I should get, presented to
0: me in any way possible. And I'm glad you mentioned that because, I mean, we talked a little bit about blogs here. We've talked about podcasting, but you're right. There's so many more mediums out there, videos. So I started a video blog a while back. I haven't kept on it like I wanted to, but that's another outlet there, um, having a video blog of sorts. Um, we're all into gifts in this room, I'm sure. Gifts. You got and me memes. a gift? A gift? Yes. A gift, not a, a gif, a gif. Gotcha. Yes. So, but we're into gifts, we're into memes. That's another way to demonstrate learning and get things out there as well. So if you've ever read my blog, I, I put a lot of that kind of stuff in there just because it, it's fun. It's something that's lighthearted and fun to, to kind of hook you once again, there it is that hook to get you hooked into things.
1: No, absolutely. And, and the, the whole point is changing the experience of the student, right? We wanna make sure that they're, they're utilizing their, their creative juices Um, but still produce what you need them to produce, the knowledge you still need them to produce. And there's a lot of students out there that, that are pushing their voice out. And it doesn't necessarily have to be educational, um, um, outside of class, right? Some students are, are, are uh, on YouTube with these these channels with millions of followers, right? There's people that are creating whole careers based on getting their voice out or doing things that, that interest people.
0: My oh. kids are addicted to one called Ryan's Toy Review. The kid's seven years old and makes 20 million a year. Oof. And all he does is open up toys and say, this toy is really neat. What do you think, Daddy? And stuff like that. Connor's
1: going, I, I like this. I can yes, open up indeed. toys and make money? Yes, indeed. So, no, that's, I, I want to do that.
0: So we are unfortunately getting really close to the end of the session time here. Um, I do want to open it up to one last time to anybody, any of our guests here, if you have any questions or comments that you would like to share mm-hmm. on the air real quick. Yes, sir.
1: So I'm Abe Vera from Bakes over the course of time, we've really
0: built a community. And I think ultimately that's what branding does, right? You build a community. Uh, it,
1: we've really leveraged that idea of building community in Team BCSD. We actually are, are part of Washington Middle School. And so our hashtag is Be Mighty, the Be Mighty hashtag. And so a lot of our students now uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. They know that's where they find us. Uh, I, I do want to ask a question. Uh, I hear your voice and your cadence. Does that take time to build?
0: You know, it's funny you mentioned that because Joe and I, we we had a couple of Google Hangouts before when we were planning out doing this whole podcast. And then a couple of Saturdays ago, we got up very early because A... I have a seven-year-old and a three-year-old that I'm like, if I get up early enough, then maybe they'll still be in bed. And then um, Joe is a new father for the third time. Second time. Second time, excuse me. Yeah, I apologize. Time. So My wife's like, what? <laughs> yeah, wait Wait a second. Either way, so you know he was going to be up early anyway. So we got up early, we talked for a few minutes, and then we knocked out a podcast. But And my wife even said it. She was in the other room kind of just hearing our conversation through the computer, whatever. And we got done, and she goes... She goes, I would think you've known each other for years because you guys just have a natural, like, you bounce off each other really well. So, um, my friend Ben, same deal. I mean, we just, we get along real well with that. And it didn't take a lot. But I can definitely see, like, my best friend from growing up, he and I, we get on the phone with one another. We're stepping each other's toes left and right. And I've known the man for 30 years. So, it really just depends on the personality of the people that you're working with. And um, But either way, I mean, that, to me, that's details, yeah. So just it's, as long as you're getting a good idea out there, it doesn't matter um, the, the kind of conversation you're having, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and you, and you know you know when, when, when an idea is, is going and you, you know when you, you have an opportunity to feed off of that. And, and, and it's, it's just like when you're in, in, in the classroom and you're talking to the kids. You know when something is working and you know when something is not. You know when something should take a little bit longer. You know when you should stop early. And so just by being an educator and knowing those cues from your, your, uh, your students, it, it kind of feeds into the same thing when you're talking mm-hmm. on a podcast. And, and actually, uh, people would ask me all the time, you know, you know how, are you, how do you, you know, talk so well to your students and how do you do this with your students? And they go, where did you learn all this from? And I say, working late night at Denny's. Right when I when I was growing when, uh, going through college, I, I worked from 10 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. and and you have to talk clear and succinct to people who when they come in after two in the morning because where they've been and so you have to be very uh, understanding of, of of people when you're doing that. So that's kind of where I got mine.
0: Right. So great question. Appreciate it and. Um,
1: and I, and, and I love well, just one thing yes. before we move on. In, uh, I, I love your uh, your example about how the district or the city is building that brand because we get a lot of questions uh, from school districts. Should we take pictures of students? Should we be posting this out? Should we? Should we? Should we? And that's another podcast to be talking about how to use social media to for your for your school district. And we would love to have you on uh, again uh, to be able to uh, talk about your experience with that. Um, but I love that because that kind of kind of leads us into like another podcast that we have going on yes. but, but you're right our, our our time is about up um and so uh we'd like to just really quickly open up to the to the crew um if you have any questions at all about about anything that we've talked about does anybody have anything they'd like to shout out or maybe an idea they have because of this conversation that we've had together
0: say hi to your mom
1: yeah hi. <laughs> it, oh. So. oh yes, yes sir uh, i
0: i was just some notes down i was thinking that it could also be used student-based like I was thinking about maybe like as a sixth grade group, like getting a group of kids together and have them do like a weekly podcast. Like, what would you learn in sixth grade? And like maybe like buy them pizza so they come in after school and do a little podcast and say, hey, listen to your other sixth graders, see what they all learned this week. And they just talk for 30 minutes and be like, hey, if you got spare time this week, go ahead and check this out.
1: And so they can hear like peers what they learned and how they solve Absolutely.
0: And that really plays well with his idea of building community. It's not necessarily the community as a whole city, as a whole district, but building a community within that grade group, too. Because, I mean, let's face it, we have classes of 30, 40 kids sometimes, and you have kids that they don't know half the kids in the rest of the class. And that would build that community of that class even, too. So that's a, that's a great idea as well. So uh, so as we're finishing up here, uh, just real quick, I just want to mention that you can follow me on Twitter, at Anderson EdTech. Andersonedtech.net is my blog, and then I also have my other podcast, the Beer Edu Podcast. And then Joe, you are very active as well.
1: Yes, you can follow me, Joe Marquez at Joe Marquez70, and you can follow all the things going on with Sons of Technology at Sons of Tech Edu. Uh, and as always, we we uh, are just completely honored uh, that you'd be listening to our podcast. Uh, We are educators looking to change the world, um, and and hopefully our voices are helping stoke creativity uh, in in your mind, and and it's going to help you push forward to change the world in your classroom as well.
0: Absolutely. So until next time, ditch that fear and take a risk.
1: Absolutely. See you guys later.